0: Welcome to episode 13. If you are a returning listener, thank you so much for your support and I hope you will enjoy today's episode. If you are new here, a special welcome to you. This is a completely unscripted podcast. I'm not reading from anything and I typically don't know what I'm going to talk about until I hit record and I just hope for the best. So here goes. Firstly, I really hope that I don't space out too much while I'm talking because I just don't have the bandwidth to do a lot of editing. Um, typically, the editing that I do is I'm taking out really, really long pauses. And I just don't want to re-listen to this podcast. That's that's the truth. So I'm really just hoping it will go well. So updates. This past week, I was consistent with working out. I did three days for the week. Um, I actually was aiming for four. But <laughs> oddly enough, on Saturday, that was the day I was supposed to do the fourth workout. I started experiencing vertigo when I woke up. Or I guess vertical like symptoms. And it was so strange because... I have not experienced that in years. I think the last time I had a dizzy spell of that sort was, um, I don't know, when I was a little girl. So so weird that, you know, so many years later, decades later, I'm actually experiencing this again. I was doing some reading online, you know, good old Google for everything that you have questions for, I went there and I learned that sometimes, you know, this is a possible reason um, or a possible trigger is that sometimes you, it could be, it could be brought on through stress. Not saying that's it, you know, there are so many other reasons, but that seemed like the d- legitimate one to me most applicable and i'm going to go with that i guess because i've been kind of stressed out about a lot of things um you know trying to be to not think so much about my workouts um you know i do obsess over it a bit because i mean as a teen not knowing all these fancy terminologies for a lot of things like body dysmorphia and things like that but you know I've experienced a lot of those going through life it's nothing you know a a lot of teens have experienced that and stuff but um you know I eventually grew to love my body I didn't have an eating disorder anymore or anything like that but um when the pandemic came on, I or a little close to that, because life just happened and I turned to food. I guess I don't know. Um, I gained a lot of weight. I gained about fifty pounds, and you know, which made me really overweight. I've just been trying to lose that weight, um, just to go back to my normal weight, and it's been a struggle more so mentally than physically because you know, it requires work and discipline. And sometimes I just don't want to do that. And but so anyways, long story short, it's really good that, you know, this last, the last two weeks, I've really been consistent in at least doing three days for the week. Um, The idea is to do four, but I mean, three is better than zero. So (laughs) that's great. And um, I'm trying to focus more on the fact that I am back at a fitness level that I I want to be at. I'm a lot more active than before. I, Yeah, you know. So, I mean, now I'm just trying to lose an extra, what, 25 pounds? Maybe 30? No, not 30. Um, 25 pounds. And I'll be... Okay, I guess. Um back to back to normal weight. So you know, but I'm trying not to focus too much on what the scale says because that can get really depressing sometimes. So I'm just trying to focus on the fact that I'm doing the work, I'm feeling better, I'm having a lot more energy in my days. I enjoy starting the morning off with a workout. Doesn't have to be you, but you know, that's my preferred time to work out it's just because I'm just lazy. So, um, if I wait until any later time, it's just not going to get done. So I just try to do it the first thing in the morning and, um, I really feel good after. I hate it. Um, while I'm doing it, it's just the worst thing ever, but right after I'm done, I feel so good. Maybe it's the endorphins I don't know but I feel really accomplished and it makes me feel like I can do more with my day and it's really helped me to be more productive I know I sound so cliche but it really has it really has helped me to be more productive so like this past week I have been very productive I have been able to focus a lot more like while at work um the times that I set to focus I was able to focus on whatever task that I'm trying to do um, I really was trying to get it done. And because of that, I I haven't worked late. I haven't at all. You know, I haven't worked past the hours that I set for myself, like, um, you know, work ends at five and I haven't had to work past five o'clock. Um, you know, and, um, what I'm working on is just being able to wind down quicker. So like maybe the last half an hour I can, Use it to wind down and just plan my next day or whatever. Um, that is what I'm working on because I'm not there yet. I tend to be done closer up to the five, and then I spend like another fifteen minutes trying to plan my day and stuff. Working progress, but you know, it's it's good still. Good, good improvements, improvements. Um, I also, also, I think earlier in the week, um, last week, I received a call from my ministering sister or at least one of them it's so weird because she's you know she and her companion are my um ministering sisters and both of them i'm their ministering sisters is that weird does that happen anywhere else i wonder (laughs) um but yeah but i mean i haven't really been doing that um as i should and the truth is i'm just not really feeling very social i know it makes me feel like a really bad christian but um i'm just not feeling very social i've i feel like i've been coming out of um what like a a hole no a cocoon maybe Um, you know, the last few years have been kind of rough, but I'm okay. You know, I'm, I'm okay. I'm actually in, I'm in an okay place right now, mentally. I am, and emotionally I am, I'm, I'm, I'm in a much better place than I was, um, you know, like 2020, but, um, I'm just not feeling very social. I'm just not. And it's not because I hate people, although I'll probably say that I just hate people. But I really don't. I really don't. I'm just not feeling very social. Um, I guess I'm kind of in self-preservation mode, maybe. But really, I just want to focus on, you know, doing some things for me. So, like, focusing on this fitness thing and you know, a health goals. I have, um, there are some things personally that I'm really trying to get resolved. Like, um, you know, this like, um, property sale and divorce and all that kind of stuff. So it's like, I'm just trying to get these things resolved. And, you know, I just talk to the people in my immediate space because, I realize that because I'm like emerging from this cocoon state, I'm just trying to slowly let things in, you know. Um, so it's like, okay, I'm okay. Um, but I don't think I'm ready to just go out there and people just yet. Um, you know, I'll talk to people in small pockets, right, um, for a very limited time. I mean by the <laughs> I am very introverted. I really am. But you know, that doesn't mean that I can't be social. I think that's a really big misconception about introverts. It's not that we are antisocial. Um it doesn't mean that we are shy because you have extroverts that are shy as well um until they get over it, not get over it, but over overcome it, right? So shyness and being antisocial does not mean that you are an introvert. It just means that it takes a lot of energy for you to be social. So when you are social, you need a lot of downtime to kind of recover and decompress and just regain that energy that you spent being social. So that's really it. But And I just don't really want to be social because I just don't want... I don't have the bandwidth for that right now. Um, So I really talk to people in really small, small buckets. I was kind of trying to explain that to a friend of mine the other day. I don't think she gets it. And that's okay because a lot of people don't really understand introversion. Um, You know, they just think that you just don't want to talk to them or that you're a horrible person or that you just don't like keeping in touch and that's not it it's really not it it's just I you know time passes and I don't realize how much time has passed and I have to actively check in on people you know and but it takes a lot out of me to do that because it's not really a an an energizing activity for me i don't know how else to say that without it sounding bad but hopefully there are other introverts out there that understand and can relate to this but yeah so um one of my one of the ministering sisters called me to this week l- last week sorry and you know she wanted to set up a time and all of those things and stuff and saying hope to see you i mean yeah it was good to hear from her and to see that you know she's also okay and stuff but I'm just not ready to be that social just yet, you know? I'm hoping that someone out there can relate to that. And I hope that really does not make me a bad Christian. But that's just how I feel. That's really just how I feel. Does that make me unkind? Does that make me uncaring? Um, Cold? Callous? I don't know. I hope not because I don't feel those things. It's not that I don't care about people. I just, I just, I'm on a, I'm on a break (laughs) or I'm on a sabbatical. No, I'm on a hiatus right now. So I'll be back. I hope that makes sense. Yeah. And something though that I, a big lesson coming out of last week for me, it's something I had to reconcile with. It made me angry, it made me upset, it made me really sad. But yes, this big lesson for me was that you need to make sure that you are taking time to understand the important things or the finer details. Um, You know, I won't talk too much about the specifics, but you know, even if you delegate something to someone, a task, or you outsource an activity or something like that it's so important to know what on earth is going on like know the procedure or the process for getting the thing done even if you're not a specialist right so for example maybe you're not a doctor um you know so you won't know all those medical stuff right this is this is not the example i'm just using something very random right but yes you're not doc- um you're not a doctor you don't know what all these medical terms mean but you probably know what the process is for you know getting a regular checkup or it's good to know like oh is it that they're going to check my eyes my ears my blood pressure um are they going to check you know, whatever, whatever it is that they check, right? It's good to know what that is so that, you know, if you're getting good service, so, okay, maybe, you know, maybe you don't know what, like, good or bad blood pressure is necessarily, but at least, you know, you're supposed to get your blood pressure checked, but then maybe this doctor didn't do it, so at least you'll know, but why didn't he do that because that's part of the routine or that's part of the process of the annual checkup Um, but knowing that puts you in a position of power in the sense that you no one can pull one over you and that is definitely something a lesson that came out of last week for me because I realized that even if you know I'm hiring a specialist to do something I still need to know what the process is so that I know if they're giving me good quality service because you're paying for it, right? How do you know if they're really doing right by you? There's some stuff that you also need to do. So, you know, do your research. That's a big thing that came out of last week for me and it made me a little sad and stuff because um, this process that I'm going through is taking a lot longer than I anticipated, but, um, you know, it's something I had to outsource and, you know, I had to hire a specialist for it and, you know, it's, it's kind of annoying to think that, you know, they're not being thorough or they're not doing their part. Um, so because of that, um, You know, I'm getting a little shortchanged and, you know, I have to step in. Like, well, then if that were the case, then I would have hired someone else or I would have just done it myself, right? Um, So that's a little disappointing, but that was definitely a big lesson coming out of last week. And it kind of sucks in a way because then it, it makes you think, okay, well, is it that I can't trust people? And that's the thing, you know. sometimes these things breed bitterness and that's not okay sometimes we endure trials and by endure I mean endure (laughs) trials and it makes us want to be bitter and yeah you have agency that's your choice if you want to be bitter And it's okay too, naturally sometimes you may come out on the other end feeling bitter but it's really not good to stay there and it's really not good to hold that against other people who do come into your life in a similar capacity. You don't want to hold that against them. I get that whole once bitten twice shy thing but sometimes you know we have to exercise some form of judgment where we realize that are we really, um, being cautious or are we projecting our hurt on others, you know? So that's actually something that I've been thinking about this, this week, um, you know, coming out of that lesson. So even though, um... This is a kind of a challenging situation where I can't really remove this person right now. I'm still going to have to work w- with them. I have to be more informed. I have to take on a more active role in this process. And, you know, even it it could be in anything. It could be... um someone that you are seeking a service from some sort of specialist could be a plumber could be an electrician a doctor a lawyer um, or it could be even in your own work or business um, a subordinate that you hire you know it's good to have that knowledge even if it's a broad in broad enough knowledge Uh, Maybe you don't have it as detailed as they are if it's something really specialized, but, you know, you need to know, you need to understand the process, understand what is supposed to happen, you know, understand how things work when you're hiring someone, whether it's in your business, um, if you have a nine to five and you're hiring someone as you're a manager and you're hiring hiring someone, you need to understand What they're supposed to do you can't just be the head and you don't know what's going on then how do you know if they're doing a good job or not right so that was definitely a lesson learned a lesson learned because how was I knowing that this person was doing a good job or not because yeah no I know that I have to take a more active role and I need to be aware of what things are so I I actually know if I'm getting good quality service or not and not being afraid to speak up I guess um but it's a little it's a little bit of a funny situation you know sometimes when someone recommends someone and stuff it, it gets weird um but yeah so that happened um but I'm trying not to let it I'm trying not to be jaded by this thing this this experience because um I will just know that going forward I do need to be a little bit more particular I do need to actually know what a process is and is it something that I can do on my own is it something that um yeah like is it that I can do it and I should do it or is it something that I can do but maybe I don't have the time to do it so I can outsource it but at least I know what I'm looking for or is it that it's something that I can't do but I still need to know enough about it to know if I'm selecting the right person you know that was a little hard and it kind of dampened my week but I am looking forward to this week to getting things wrapped up I I'm definitely going to play a more active role as I said I'm looking forward to another good week of um, working out. (laughs) I'm looking forward to being more productive. So this week, um, I am trying to hit that four days. So hopefully, I don't come back next week saying that I only did three. I'm really hoping to hit four. And also, I do hope to be more productive this week. Um, It's a little weird though, because... Even though I want to not work late, just given the nature of my job, um, there are some. It, it's dependent on some other people. So it's possible that maybe some of the meeting times might have to happen um, after 5. I'm hoping not though. So I'm just hoping that I will be able to just, um, at least if that has to happen, that everything else is done um way before you know so i'm hoping to just have a more productive week and you know it's sometimes it's these weeks that they feel like they're okay like okay some things went well some things really sucked and stuff um these weeks help me to i guess come back to the center because I have to think about, you know, am I asking the Lord for direction enough? Am I actually reaching out to him when I feel that, you know, that kind of stress or that kind of anxiety? Or if I'm feeling um really overwhelmed or flustered or annoyed <laughs> because of a situation, am I really reaching out to him in those moments? And... It's interesting but this morning was it this morning or maybe it was yesterday I kind of realized that knowing that this person is maybe not doing the best job was actually a blessing in disguise because I was praying to the Lord to make a way for things to progress in um to progress quickly or something like that and now knowing that you know this person could be a bottleneck as frustrating as that is it's also a good thing because now I know okay this is what the bottleneck is so now I can actually do something about it so it is a blessing in disguise and I think sometimes you know we when we see or um when we see things and they seem like they really suck or it seems like misfortune, or, oh my gosh, I'm just having the worst time ever. Um sometimes we need to look and see, okay, well, is this really an answer to a prayer that I've prayed? because that is very possible. Um, the Lord does not answer us the way that we <laughs> want to be answered sometimes. Like sometimes you just want him to fix the problem because I would just want that, okay, well, just you know, fix the problem. What I'm asking him to make a way for this issue to come to a close. Him making a way for this issue to come to a close is at least letting me realize what the bottleneck is so that I can do something about it. Not my ideal answer to a prayer, but nevertheless, it was answered and now I have work to do. So in all these ramblings... I hope that something in here was relatable. Um, That was my week. Those are some of the things that I learned. I do know that Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ are there for us. When we pray, they listen. We don't get the answers that we always want, but the answers do come. We have to make sure that we are keeping ourselves um, pure enough to be able to recognize when the answers come. Because sometimes we're in a dark place or we're just not praying enough or reading our scriptures enough or not doing certain things. And I mean, I'm not doing everything all the time because, boy, you know, today was probably the first time in a while that I stayed for us Sunday the school class like actively because sometimes i'd just be there but i'm just not really there you know but i was really listening today and um that was a win for me because i really want to be more attentive to these things but you know i mean you know if we if we seek to do better just a little bit better each day like praying reading scriptures Attending church meetings, magnifying callings, whatever. We can't all do it. We can't do it all at once, but just do it little by little. And I know that if we do that, we will draw nearer to the Savior. And we will be able to really feel the Holy Ghost in our lives. And that we will receive the answers. We will be able to recognize the answers that we receive to our prayers. And a lot of times, the answers are telling us how we need to act. Um, It tells us that, you know, okay, this is the next step. Go do that. But sometimes we're just not in tune or aligned enough to recognize that. So I hope that this week you'll I encourage you to just do a little bit more um, and maybe revisit a prayer that you've been praying and and see if the Lord has answered you already. and if not, you know go on your knees and pray again and really pay attention to the activities in your day and see if He does not answer that question or that prayer. I know that Jesus is the Christ and that he loves us, he is there for us, he wants to succor us and um, he wants us to have joy and peace and I say these things in the name of Jesus Christ, amen.